attention from school students, here are a few announcements. Item 1. Suspense thrillers are a rare theatrical release these days. Item 2. A psychosexual thriller, even rarer. Item 3. A time-traveling, but not time-traveling. A supernatural, but not supernatural. Psychosexual thriller, a needle in a haystack. Oh, and item 4. If anyone can find the film school janitors on their lunch break, tell them it's time to review Last Night in Soho. From Shaun of the Dead to this is an interesting road. Here's a little story about a trio of janitors. Might have heard they worked at a well-known film school. They picked up a few things other than trash. They might hate your movie or if drunk think it's cool. Every now and then they get together for a lunch break. Trash talks a movie or TV or streaming. Rodney and Jason and Sean, they all clean house. If you listen close, you can hear kids screaming. All right, so we're, we're going to do uh, Last Night in Soho, which uh, two of the three of us saw. You can guess which one did not see it. Jay. I don't think that's too hard. Well, if the name would have been Last Night in Soho, Jay would have watched it. <laughs> yeah, you know. So Jay watched the preview just now. Jay, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, the you're right. <laughs> what, do you think the mo- what do you think the movie's about? You don't know how long it took me to find that other version of the Squid Game, by the way. <laughs> 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 oh, we're talking about Squid Game today. Yeah, we were going to. We will later. Right? Yeah, right. I'll bring, about it too soon. I'll bring, oh, my bad. <laughs> like most of So last night in Soho, the preview you watched, what do you think? Too soon? Like too most soon. things you do? Yep, too what soon. Do, what do you think it's about? Last night in Soho? I'm assuming it's uh, someone's last night in Soho. Sounds nope. about right. No? Nope. Damn. Is it last night in Soho? Or? Last night in Soho. It's based oh, on a it's song. about something that happened the night before in Soho <laughs> in the girl's dream The so- it's a song title that they used to make the movie oh, the song either way, title it looks is- fucking stupid it, it, a girl has flashbacks or some type of like supernatural like look back into the past I think I shot a bird to my drink listening oh, to Jay that's, that's, <laughs> I'm gonna drink that later that's appetizing mm. <laughs> um, I, you know what it's so weird she tried so the girl tries to have um, has a conscience to try to save the girl she wants to get the the person that murdered her Okay. Uh, uh, arrested or whatever. Uh, brought to justice. Um, at one point, it looked like she was trying to save the girl in her dream or something like that. So I don't know if she actually can have an effect on the past. That part I didn't couldn't tell that without seeing it. But um, what era? What era of time did you say? What era of time she was going into? Wasn't it the sixties? Okay. Yep. Yeah. That was like the sixties. So. Which the the dress she was wearing kind of made me think of Austin Powers. The yep. exact year was the year Thunderball came out. Well, with the Sean Connery rest yep. in peace. Yep. So that would have been if uh, sixty. You guys heard about that, right? Oh, they, yeah, don't, they don't tell you, but you okay. can Thunderball. Yeah, I think 62, 63, 63 maybe sixty four, sixty five is when Thunderball Wait, came Sean out. Sean Connery just passed away. He passed away. Yeah. When? Just the other day, right? It was no, no. It's been. It's been I thought a it was while. last year. No. Yeah, no, was, dude, he's been dead for a minute. Let's see. Hold on. I thought he just passed away. Are you doing that? Just open up Candy Crush, motherfucker. <laughs> no, not at all. Halloween 2020, last year. Went the wrong way. I, I knew it was a so year. the anniversary. That's why you oh, saw it because it's the anniversary. anniversary. Oh. Okay, I, I knew it. Oh, right, so right. 1965 is when Thunderball okay, came so out. So smack dab in the middle. But yeah, the title comes from a song <clears throat> uh, last night in Soho by this group called Dave D. Dozy Beaky Mick and Titch. Okay. And hmm. it's apparently the story. The story goes back to uh, Quentin Tarantino had a friend that told him. This song would make a great closing song for a movie. And then he summarily told, because uh, he was using uh, one of the band's songs in one of his other movies, and Quentin Tarantino was like, 
hey, you know, my one friend said, if you ever want to use that He's band. He's a big Quentin Tarantino fan. Yes. Edgar is. And he goes, if you ever want to use this song, and like, it's a good closing song. And as he was working on this, he had different titles in mind, and he didn't know. And then all of a sudden, it kind of came to a head where he's like, no, that's the name of this movie. And that's where he- You're laughing because he said came in head? <laughs> came to you, a head. Came to a head. You're laughing? Is a- yes. <clears throat> Child. So, Rodney, what is many. the story? What's the basic premise of this story since Jay's, um, Jay's so not too far off? It's about a young girl kind of disconnected from the city. Yeah, like a um, farm girl Farm almost. girl. And I thought she was American in the thing, but she's not American. She's a... So in the original preview we saw... She, I thought she, she was, was European. They didn't she even... She no accent. Right, accent. well, they didn't have her talk in the original one. Oh, that's what it was. So in the original one, was more like done like a very... I wish I... That original one... I thought is, it was an American oh, going to London. That's oh, originally what I thought. Yeah, and, and it looked, looked very like... She sounded very young, too. It's, like, she's a New Zealander that's doing... That's Hit Girl, right? No, no, no. No. It's a New Zealand actress. Uh, she's Dude, doing... She looks like Hit Girl. Yeah, no. No, she looks hit. No, I'm kidding. No. no, she was in the movie. Um, gosh, I looked it up a second ago. She's I in swear the, I thought it was a girl to play Hit Girl. She was in Jojo Rabbit. Okay, all right. But uh, she's uh, playing. Oh, th- yeah. That's like that's the accent for the like, like the whatever you know, that urban, whatever that area of England is. That's like yeah. that accent. So in the Rural original area. preview, they did not show that. That's I only why I thought it was American mm-hmm. going there. I never saw anything beyond that. And the original one looked very Hitchcocky. Like there's, it's like a very well done stylized preview. Well, he, the one you saw actually gave a lot more story. Well, mm-hmm. he takes from Hitchcock through most of this movie. But oh, very much with the blonde aesthetic and the, towards the end. But her voice, the whole ending is Hitchcock. Okay, in. but dude, with that her voice. Oh, that's when annoying. the movie started, when I was watching it because I had not heard her voice, yeah. I was like. What the hell is she saying? Yeah. I was like, I never wanted subtitles in a theater experience more than I did for I'm this. glad that- When her I'm and the glad. mom were talking, when her and the mom were talking- and Or her grandma. Grandma, yeah. So, the movie, so you got a movie of a young a girl that grew up in a rural area going to an urban area in London. It's like if somebody were to go to New York and try to live a fashion mm-hmm. life here. Uh, and the grandma kind of warns her, hey, you need help or anything, let us know, uh, but go live your dream. Your mom tried this too. Your mom tried this too, but it didn't work out for her. So she goes to Soho. She tried in Where the she 60s. Goes? She goes to London. Well, Soho's so in, Soho has nothing to do with it. No, no, no. Soho's the area. So Soho, Soho is an area in like London. Like an Amsterdam type thing. It's like a little like uh, party district kind mm-hmm. of. So I'd always heard of Soho. I knew I knew Soho for like New York. Okay. Which is south of Houston Street or something like that. When I worked at Best Buy, or I mean at Circuit City, they had a, a section called Soho, which was small oh. office, home office. Oh. So I didn't know that this actually all, the Soho term is just... I don't even think it stands for anything other than just Soho. It's just, okay. it's not like, a, or South Hollywood or like there's, oh, you hear it always used. It can always it. be something. But like, this is just strictly Soho. It's a district where people, uh, like that bar scene, that whole little yeah. area. Um, the ending credits to just jump ahead. Like you see a lot of shots and I don't know if you stayed yeah. through the title cards. And no post credits. So I didn't watch. So yeah, they, they, <laughs> they were showing like just shots of the city. Edgar Wright went out cause he was editing this during COVID and he went out and just went, you know what? Nobody's out. So he went and just like took pictures of all over so or video of all over Soho, which is normally like popping, like a little party district. And nobody was out, obviously, because of COVID. So it kind of ha- had this extra eerie quality. But but yeah, that's what it is. It's this little like hotbed a- area. You know, so she goes to this uh, school for um, just development for uh, fashion. Fashion. Yeah. So she goes there and that's pretty much the premise of the story. I don't want to get too much into it. And we can, we're going to start talking about yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much the premise of the movie. Mm. She's obsessed with the 60s. Well, it's a big world, right? And she is obsessed. Mm. So, is this some six shit, six cents shit? So, she sees dead people, right? That's pretty much what it is. Like, they hint, hinted in earlier in the, or very, very much at the beginning, mm-hmm. she's seeing her mom um, this yes, in the mirror. This says stands for South of Houston Street. That's New York. 
Yeah, but you said it didn't stand for no, something. He said, said Houston. He said that. Oh, I said so. Oh, Some people say it's South Hollywood. I must have dozed off. Like he said there's a street in New York called Houston. Oh, I didn't blah, hear blah, that. Blah. <laughs> I was too busy looking at this stuff. Playing cookie jam. No, no cookie jam. So the uh yeah, she's she sees her mom. She made this like the dress. It it sort of reminded me weirdly of Cruella, too. Oh my god, I was gonna say Cruella. I'm like, if we wouldn't watch it so soon, I probably wouldn't have thought of Cruella oh, at all. No. Well, she walks in wearing a co- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But she comes in wearing koalas. that dress with the newspaper on it, uh-huh. right? Yeah, it's all made of newspaper. So it made me think of the Quella, Quella. garbage <laughs> yes. dress. Yep. So it made me think Quella from there on out. Yeah. I hate you both. <laughs> Why? My You're the tongue, one saying when it. When I go to us. say it, my tongue feels really heavy. So, so I just want to finish the word. And there's another. So again, You're thinking what you do to her. There's Hitchcock. <laughs> there's Hitchcock. There, the Hitchcock element to it. He and said cock three times. The uh, other element that's Suspiria. <laughs> Weird stuff. Weird spot to stutter. <laughs> yeah. You guys kept interrupting me. The, uh, our fault. Suspiria was the, uh, uh, horror film that was done uh, about it, like a girl moving in, in Germany, going to this, like, uh, a, it was kind of like a, a similar thing where outsider coming in to this little, like, mm-hmm. inner circle and yep. kind it's of being berated. And we've making seen her feel this like time. the outside person. Like, the, sounds horrible. So that the one girl does a very good job making you hate her, right? Oh, away. yeah. Which She's one? a good villain. Um, uh, yeah, what was her name? It so, was uh, Jocasta, Jocasta. Jocasta. Jocasta, call me. What's your last name? I don't need a last name, honey. The famous people don't have them. And she's like, and she right away, she makes fun of her for her little, oh, did you make that dress yourself? Oh, it looks great. And she makes fun of her and all the group. So she makes her so popular by dogging somebody else, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's really true, though. Like, they'll be like, oh, she goes, oh, honey, she makes her spill all her guts at the beginning. Oh, how'd you do? Oh, I'm part of a parent that's dead. Oh, your parent died, too. Oh, suicide. And automatically she wins this popularity thing because like it was more drastic, more drastic. So and she goes, "Oh, we feel your pain," but that's weird because that's how people are now, or they they want to feel the misery your pain competition. It's a misery competition, and other people are more and, and closer to you because of the more misery you want. Well, do you remember the first the first so encounter weird. she has too? Because she's been warned by her her grandma a lot yes. about London. Her very first thing is the taxi cab driver is a creep, very creepy. He goes, "Where are you going, honey? I can help a lot of people get around town here." She goes, "He goes, oh, she goes, I'm good, I'm good." She clenches her purse, kind of gets close. She goes, you know what? You can let me out here. He goes, well, you got another two blocks to go. She goes, I'm good. I'm good. So she gets out and goes into the- He's even saying like, oh, you could be a model. And he's like looking down at her leg. They all come here to be models, baby. Blah, blah, blah. He's saying all this thing like, let her know. If you fail, you can come see me kind of thing. It's the Hollywood type Mm -hmm. mentality, right? That's what it Mm -hmm. feels like. Or the New York fashion thing. But he was very creepy. He's looking through the mirror at her the whole time. You don't know what his face looks like, just his eyes. It doesn't feel like a job. It's well, let her or maybe know he that. was looking in the mirror at the traffic. She even goes and in, just no, no. She even like goes it. into like a uh, store, and then she's mm-hmm. kind of like looking out, and he's still like outside waiting for her to mm-hmm. come out until eventually she, he leaves. But that the whole thing is very—it's a little over the top because it's supposed to be evoking well, these Keely, old movies. Keely becomes of age. You're probably going to have her watch this from yeah. a female standpoint <laughs> to let her know that we're on a creepy, fucked up world out there, and you got to be careful. But also, hopefully, it'll get better as we go on. I hope so, right? Because I think we're kind of in the that's process. that's what people saying. Like people. I get like you're oh you can't claim that because that's a real thing but we're when, living in that ballpark if you don't push hard for that stuff it's not uh, gonna go away. When Keely's old enough for that to happen, she's gonna have to look out for creepy looking drones. <laughs> Robots. Oh, there's one. Let me touch your butt. <laughs> get away. <laughs> but uh, that's really bad. Um, but it's hopefully but, we do go to where where somebody like that can exist, and if they do exist, they're pointed out right away, and they have to go. Hide in a corner or somewhere or do whatever the fuck they're Now, did you feel like even all even all the opening stuff, even though it's modern time, mm-hmm. didn't it feel more like even it was 80s-ish? So it did too. So I'm looking at the cars when it starts off. She, they turn, they do a camera on last night in Soho on the, on the cab. Backs out and I'm like, 
Is this modern? I couldn't pin. I couldn't pinpoint the time because I was looking at the vehicles. I always try to do that in time yeah. pieces. Because I always look for. I always try to look for a vehicle out of place. <laughs> like that's not supposed to belong uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. So, but well, well, anytime right, they do the time wrist, jump, it messes with our wrist watches and uh, Spartacus. You try to look for something, stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm watching it. You're right. When I zoomed <clears> out after the cab thing, and he mm-hmm. looked at the streets at night. And it didn't feel quite 2021, but it, I knew it wasn't the 60s either. Until you were pulling out cell phones So I didn't know what else seeing that. Yeah, so it wasn't like, but maybe this is the point of it, right? Uh, you can tell by the fashion she was wearing. flip phones? You can tell by the fashion the girls were wearing. You can tell yeah, by, they're big blocks there. Okay. You can tell by the school, but With you're right, cords. cell phones was kind of a the first indicator of what uh, year it was. Maybe that's on purpose. Yeah. And she, so she goes to like live at the dorm. She meets these girls. Her roommate's awful. Everybody mm-hmm. around her is awful. Mm-hmm. She meets the one guy who she's like initially afraid of. And then he ends up being kind of like her, her, her kind of knight in sh- shiny armor a little bit, but she ends up. Ends he's up a good guy. Well, she, well, he doesn't do the creepy shit, right? He's just trying to be a friend at the beginning. There's no creepy shit vibe coming from him. He's trying well, to she be writes her, They all write their name on things that she bought a can of Coke. Even though he does do creepy stuff. Cause he keeps popping up in different places. I know. He, he is. Kinda, it is. I was like, oh, they're trying not to make this guy creepy, but he kind of fucking is. But again, it's done in the style of like a Hitchcock where you're like, yeah. you're not supposed to know who to trust. So yeah. there's mm-hmm. kind of going to so be, so he's popping fun. up out of nowhere. Cause and he'll do now something nice. Like, oh, you know, he, he yeah. ate, drank her can of Coke that said, oh, you're Ellie. Oh, sorry. I'm drinking your Coke yeah. at a party. Later on, and then he later gives he gives her Coke and he wrote "sorry" on it, which I mm-hmm. feels like advertising for Coke. Like remember those bottles 100%. they had? Oh yeah. But and then you're not supposed to take a drink from. But he came throughout the whole movie. He keeps popping up in areas. Excuse me. That oh, he knows she's at somewhere else. What? Like at home. So <laughs> where? But, Over here, where you can't hear it as well. I can hear you just fine. What's going on? But the what kids, I miss? So, I was like, they're not trying to make him creepy, but he keeps popping up in different areas throughout the whole movie. But go ahead, sorry. The story really kicks into gear when she. Finds a, a little uh, flyer, you know, to go to this this house to live. I wish Richard Gere was in this movie when he said that quote, but no Richard Gere. Which when this movie picks up and goes into gear. Oh, <laughs> like a gerbil. Yeah. The uh, Richard Gere. The is there, Rich, a, is there a Richard Gere and gerbil joke someplace? <laughs> There is. I don't want to know it. I, I don't want either. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. That's what the whole South Park thing was all about. Oh, is it? Oh. Let me wink. So it was like a play on all that whole idea. Oh, that's what I. Uh, that's like the one South Park episode I have trouble watching. <laughs> that's the one. So anyway, the, the wings. they go to the. Uh, she goes to this like woman's house, like an older woman. It's Diana Rigg. Do you remember her? Recognize her? Yes, Game of Thrones. Yep. Took Lady me a minute. Up. I started her a long time. I was like, I'm like, I'm like. In the movie theater, I'm like, I'm le- I swear to God, I'm in the movie theater. I lean forward, I put my hands on my things. I go, where in the things? fuck do I know her from? On my knees, I go, where do I know her from? And I'm staring, and there's like multiple couples behind me, and I'm the one doing this, going, because I'm staring at her eyes, staring at her eyes, staring at her yeah, eyes, going, were. where do I know her from? Well, in Game of Thrones, but, she wears this like nun outfit the whole time, right? So all you can You're make all out seen is, is this, her face, right? So then about. I probably the third time I saw her, I'm like, oh, Game of Thrones. So and this yeah. one, she's like wearing like lipstick, and she's she's. I did say. In my brain, don't touch that bitch, she'll poison you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I recognize yeah. who she was because of Game of Thrones. Right. Okay. And it's Di- Diana. So Diana Rigg, the Diana reason Rigg. he got Diana Rigg to he be. Said she was beautiful back in the day. Well, she was. She was yeah. uh, in uh, uh, The Avengers mm-hmm. and she was also in James Bond. Oh, okay. And uh, she she was a 60s star. The whole point was she was a 60s star, Terrence Stamp, mm-hmm. who plays the old man at the bar that uh, Ellie ends yeah, up working the- at. He's an old 60s star. They got a couple other people it's that I didn't recognize. Good people that you think could be bad people, a lot of bad people you think are good people, right? That's the whole point of this, right? So, yep, she goes to Diana Riggs' place, and she's like, no men are allowed here, mm-hmm. you can rent. And she goes upstairs, and the room looks untouched. No one past 8 p.m. Yeah, nobody past, like, no men in the place whatsoever, and 
and she loves this place. It's like out there's a bistro light outside that just keeps blinking, you know, like an old like it made me think of Seinfeld, the one episode where uh Kenny Rogers chicken opened up across mm-hmm. from Kramer's mm-hmm. apartment, you know, and they switched apart. That one was a funny one. But anyway, uh he she she like loves it because it's just all throwback. And then that's where she starts having the vision. She goes to sleep. You saw that in the pre where she puts the blanket over her head. And all of a sudden, she's waking up and envisioning she's this woman, Sandy, who's Anya Taylor-Joy from uh, The Witch and from uh, Split. And uh, she's realizing, like, she's dreaming. You know how when you dream, sometimes you're in a dream, but you're you, but you're not you, and there's other people. So she's kind of seen this whole— That's a called an orgy, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) So she's seen this whole other, like, world of this (laughs) this girl going in, being a singer, going into this, you know, place. That guy, um, Matt Smith— He's one of the Doctor Who. Yes, dude. He's Doctor, creepy. Doctor Who people can play great fucking villains. Yeah. This is a different Doctor Who. This is a different Doctor Who. Mr. Purple, mm-hmm. right? Right. They're calling his playing villains in fucking movies. Mm-hmm. I, was like, why? I was like, why are these Doctor Who actors so fucking good at playing villains? And right off the bat, I mean, oh. you can tell he's not a trustworthy guy because he's... It's almost the same character as the Mr. Purple. Or Purple Man, yeah, sort Purple of. Man. It's almost the same character as Purple yeah, Man. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And Jessica yeah. Jones, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't heard that anywhere else. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's he's kind of like... She wants to sing in the place. He's like, well, I'll, you know, I've got, I'm the guy that's the connection to get you different things. So come with me. Well, he and protects her in the thing, which like, is, we find out it's all played out. Mm-hmm. So she, some she, guy's like an extra creep. Go ahead. You could say it. He's an extra creep. Kind of, come lady, come dance with me, blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, the doctor who guy <laughs> goes up on her, talks to her and she brushes him off. Then another creepy guy comes up and tries to talk to her. And he's like, no, she, come and dance with me, blah, blah. She goes, no, I'm not. I'm with Jack. Yeah, that's Jack. I think, yep. So Jack comes over and goes, leave her alone. She says to the lady, and he punches the guy and busts his nose. You find out a little bit later that that guy and them are both friends and are playing out roles to bring in women. Mm-hmm. But he's how he protects her, runs off with her together, kind of the hero knight in shining armor role. And then they go to like another uh, like nightclub. Not as fancy as that one, but start And he's like, oh, I'll get you to start. You want to sing? You know, you can sing here. You can start as a coat check girl or you and work your way up to sing here, or we can go to this other place and you can sing. Mm-hmm. So she goes on stage, sings her uh, uh, song, which is da- downtown. That's in the other. That's the other preview. They do yeah. that mm-hmm. whole song plays over the credit, like over that preview, which works to make it more mysterious. And mm-hmm. um, you know, they're like, "Okay, yeah, you're great. You got the job." And she's excited. So then the girl wakes up. Ellie wakes up, and she's kind of goes to school with like a new uh, energy. You know, she's kind of going around and a little more <clears> confident. Designing the 60s style clothing you saw in the preview, like that pink pink dress, which I started thinking, I'm like, if that actually existed back in the past and modern person designing it, couldn't you technically went online and saw that design and like copied it? Like, Well, she did change it. So I did think that, too. But she changes the design at the end. OK, she goes with that big silver thing around the end, which I didn't like. Uh, she did the silver things on there. I mean, you just don't understand I know everything about fashion. fashion. Yeah, you don't but understand she changed it, it enough to where it was inspirational and modern. Okay. <laughs> As I wave my hands around, nobody can see. <laughs> inspirational and modern. Maybe you do. So, but you can tell. She, you know how it looked later, right? Yeah. So she took a lot of the idea, but you're right. Can you just see she stole that idea, but she changed it enough. I, I that was that was gonna be my little. But go ahead. Yeah. And oh, the teacher good thing the, that wasn't the thing that tore it all apart. <laughs> and the teacher, you know, it was for me. <laughs> the teacher was commending her for I mean, it, and then uh, she, which makes the other students hate her more. Mm-hmm. She goes back to sleep the next night, and then that's when you realize she when she goes to this nightclub. So now she's having this. There's a lot of things that I had issues with. I, I always equated it like, okay, she's in the dream, so dreams are mercurial. Like, but what, they were letting it. You're crossing over. Sometimes you well, we'll get, to, we'll get to those parts later yeah. because that's something else, I oh. think. And that's why I want to watch it again, knowing what it's How about. How do we plan on talking about this? So Baby Driver, 
You're an hour fucking I'm late. I'm gonna punch you. I, you're you an hour late. That made me want to punch you. You're an hour late, motherfucker. <laughs> so, baby, Man, you didn't watch uh, the movie. Two strikes. Sean gives yeah. you three strikes, and then he walks out on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, baby Driver, which we did not do. Oh, I thought we did. I thought we looked it up, and we didn't do I it. I got the free 4K upgrade on mm-hmm. my thing when I downloaded it. Uh, in that movie, the scene that they do the uh, when he's planning it out with we the cars. Baby Driver. Okay. Um, when he's planning it out with the car. We'll go through all of Edgar yeah. Wright. It's he, not hard. It's only like five movies. Yeah, yet. so Edgar Wright, yeah, we, I, we've we talked about him before in a certain... Ant-Man. We're yeah, for Ant-Man, Ant-Man, we talked about Ant-Man. him. Because he's the only director... Him and J.J. Abrams are the only two directors I've technically now seen all the films that they've directed in the theater. Um, now, I sort of missed the Sparks Brothers which did a documentary that wasn't out very long that Edgar Wright did, but I'm not counting that. So he did Shaun of the Dead, which, Jay, you saw that. Mm-hmm. Sean I remember, Dead, actually, Shaun of the Dead was on TV. I watched it again this I week. I tricked him. Shaun of the Dead's good. Him into seeing it. And when it started, it, it was British. He's like, oh, God damn it, it's British. <laughs> Dude, that's what I mean. Dude, so it doesn't really see zombies it. for I most of the movie. It. I didn't even realize that. I watched it again this week. It took a long time to get to the zombie part. Because he's walking from area to area, talking to his buddies, looking at the oh, TVs. Yeah, but all the shit. See that roads yeah. I need around them? All the but shit's going on like around. Yep. Everybody's acting like the roads not ending. So he just goes on with his day. Like, it's hilarious. But he walks all the way He walks all the way to the part, uh, the drugstore or party store or whatever. To get yeah. the, the, ice the quick, yeah, and then he walks back and all the shit's going on. How about like the hobo that grabs the pigeon up and then the hobo just eating. disappears, starts eating the pigeon? He's like, did I just see that? Dude, it's so good. And the whole and the whole point of the show is that they're trying to get to the bar because yeah. there's a rifle <laughs> over the bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the one what? kid that's hey, no personal calls at work, and they're fucking with him, not even ignoring it, pull out their phones and shit while you're trying to talk to him as a manager. I go, that's my fucking life right now. <laughs> That's my life. I felt him in that moment. Sorry, we should do a Shaun of the Dead. Well, but that's like what I'm saying. It. We could do all of yeah. them because you got Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. It was on TNT for like free. Uh, um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, okay. World's End, and Baby no, Driver, no. and then this. I got Scott Pilgrim on 4K if you want to come and watch it. So ba- it, what I was going to get to in Baby Driver, oh, right, there's a sequence where he's where they're making mm-hmm. the big plan, uh-huh. and the cars are doing, like when he's playing with the cars, and then the, when the car falls off the table. Mm-hmm. Basically, there was a lot of foreshadowing in that scene of what was actually uh, going to happen. Okay. And I think the same thing's happening in this was film. Was it foreshadowing? Well, no, I don't think. I think if we watch it again, going into the dream logic, where at times she's her, and you see her in the mirror, and I feel like he was just like enjoyed doing the trick shots. I feel like a not. I don't think there was CGI, but like you kind of saw that <clears throat> shot in this film when she's running down the stairs and you see her in the mirror. Yep. I think there was some kind of trickery on the set to make that look <laughs> trickery, but like you know to make it be like more exciting for him to film it to make instead of going, I'm just going to do that in post and CGI. And I'm thinking the lo- the dream logic and then the ghost logic. I okay. think that's where we need to kind of watch when we watch it again, if you watch okay. it again. Okay, Is that's So, yeah, I guess it's getting a little ahead. So she's... It's okay because, uh, I mean, there's movies. Yeah. It's, it's okay to get a little ahead. Yes. Yeah, so she's totally now... Totally fine to get a little head. She's now... Uh, <laughs> to get a little head or a little head? I hate you. <laughs> 12-year-old. And uh, the... Uh, I lost the train of thought. Yes. So, now, so now she's in, she's in the second dream and she's now seeing that... Um, it's actually this a burlesque she, show. She's is this not, where she looks across in the mirror and she realizes she's her and they kind of look away? No, that's right before that. So it's okay, when okay. she's doing the dance routine and she realizes oh, she's yeah. just kind yes. of like a burlesque yeah. okay. actor. Yeah. And she's trying to get away and running around. And you see all the ugly underbelly. Oh, they're going through the underground. You're seeing the shooting up and the dead person on the bed that nobody's trying yeah, to... Yeah, somebody's OD'd. Yeah, and it's, it's just, oh, so that's like the real city. Right. Well, that's the, that's well the, the whole point of the film. That's the point they were hiding from her. And these dreams she wanted, but what was really happening? That's that scene's one of the best scenes in the movie. If you want to get a point across in the movie, and this is what this is her reality it's, check. It's the theme of the film. Ultimately, is nostalgia becomes 
like beautiful because you remember it beautiful. <laughs> but the ugly truth is there's always ugliness. So for mm-hmm. her to fantasize and adore the 60s and look at all the glamour on the surface, there was so much underneath. Similarly, like we're kind of saying in the future from now, Black looking back out. back now, you know, hopefully every time, every this 10 years, bad, every 20 years. Be oh, yeah. Right. COVID's going to look so great. Looking back, like, oh, it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> Got to stay home. Oh, remember we had a time. whole year. I didn't have to leave the house and do anything. That was great. Oh, you lucky bastard. <laughs> so uh, she's More now. More kids. She's now starting to have. I mean, I don't spend time with other people's kids. More time with my kids. Right. Because that's, that's, that's illegal. Now she's having a little more of a disconnect, and that's where she's trying to, like, protect or save Sandy in these dreams. Save Sandy. Get a shirt that says save Sandy. <laughs> and uh, that's where <laughs> she starts to realize go, Sandy. this old man. And she's dyed her hair now, too, at this she point. Because so she's getting more and more confident. And, and well, she's becoming. So she's trying to look is like. Is she getting more confident or is she becoming more. Is she becoming more than. Is she becoming more it, it Sandy? Could, and that's more the, the Hitchcock she's, part of it. She's living more of she's, Sandy's life than she, she is. She looks her like life, she's right? getting obsessed she doesn't over go, her. It you is. didn't watch the fucking movie. I watched the preview and I think so, I got enough of it. So. And it sounds like I did. So, ho, so. Every night she keeps canceling going out with the one guy. She doesn't go out with her friends. She can't wait to go back and be Sandy. Yeah, she wants to go to so bed. So I think there's, yeah, to be Sandy. Yeah. So I think she wakes up right. and she dyes go her hair, bed. and these two lives are interlacing now, right? Yeah. And this is where they, this is the way she dyes her hair. This is when they overlap. This is where those two worlds or universes collide when the hair dye. I don't, I don't make sense, but you know what I'm saying, yes. right? Yes. And the two people kind of become <clears throat> one at this moment. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so she's now... It's like a fatal attraction. Realizing that there's this old man, Jack, this old man, she doesn't know who the old man name is, but Mm -hmm. Terrence Stamp's character is kind of harassing her and seems like, well, she thinks it might be. Oh, oh, it's right. Okay. So So he's following... might be happening to her that happened to her. Well, one of the creepy scenes is her in the the place and he keeps saying, oh, Sandy, what a beautiful name. Oh, Lexi, what a beautiful name. Oh, Lexi, what a beautiful name. So all the different names. Her name is Alexandra. Does she start having the dreams... After she runs into that dude, no, she told you when the dream started when he put she put the blade over hear. the first night. When in the she hotel. moved into the it old, was the first night into this old hotel. Oh, you assume I'm paying attention. It the was whole such time. a long time ago for you. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> no, it was in this old hotel or this old apartment building that she moved into the top floor. Well, I, was in the, well, I didn't know when she met the old dude, and the old dude's working at the or comes mm-hmm. to the bar. She, she, said, she goes. He to. did say the old dude that comes to the bar she works too. He did say that also. Did she works at the bar? She works at a bar to help pay for this in the place. basement of the bar. So. <laughs> This bar has two levels. If you're new, oh. you start at the bottom. Man, I, I think totally so. You get one I missed the bar part. Like, I mean, they I, chase her down for one so customer. So again, in Shakespeare, in Shakespeare, or not in Shakespeare, in, Shakespeare. Uh, Hitchcock, 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 it's the same thing where staircases play a lot. So staircases descending into hell, rising into heaven, falling downstairs. Uh, There's a lot of that kind of stuff. So that's her hell. That's her hell. Okay. And right. then also her apartment is up at the top, and then she's going to descend up and down. You know. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um. So she's now. Starting to have the, the, seeing the uglier parts, like this Alexander, who is Sandy, that's the name she goes by. Whenever she's meeting all her Johns, basically, Doctor Who has been pimping her out. Yeah. And this is all in London. This so. is all in the dreams. She's seeing this in her dreams in London, in Soho, in the 60s. This is Sandy pimping out, being pimped out by Jack. And every time she meets a new guy, she's like, oh, I'm Lexi. Oh, I'm Alex. Oh, I'm, you know, Xandra or and whatever. Like, I mean, it's not that, but. She starts saying the same thing where men are typical men, they're creepy, whatever. They're like, oh, what a beautiful name. And what would be the name? She's like, she gets so tired, she starts rolling her eyes and. Because she's dealing with the same creepy dude after another, after another. Now, that's another. the sequence. She meets a cop, and he wants to, he's like, goes, oh, you're above this. You you know, I can help you out from this. And then that's when the scene you see her pounding the glass, like, to try to interact with her more. So now it's getting it's getting more and more intense where she's, uh, is she having, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to remember, but she's having the daydreams happening yet. At this point, I think it's still night dreams, right? Still, I think it's still night. 
Wait, she died to hair, so she goes into the daydreams. That's when the two worlds emerge. Until she's now seeing a vision where it looks like Jack oh. is killing her. So, Doctor Who is killing her. Oh, you jumped Sandy. a little bit there. Sorry, I'm going to jump back for a second. <clears throat> so she is she staying in the room that that girl st- stayed in then? So, so that's, that's where she, so that's oh, yes. she tries to figure out. Yes. <clears throat> but she is. So she goes downstairs okay. to the owner of the place that runs the place. And the lady running the place and owning it now, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um because how she came to own that place and do everything she did with it. But she goes downstairs and goes, hey, did anybody ever die in that room upstairs? She goes, what do you mean, baby? A lot of people died in that room upstairs. <laughs> she goes, a lot of people died all over London. Yeah, and she, oh. she's Because like, this is London. Everybody's everybody died everywhere. Everybody every room, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, so I'm like, London's got well, that street. didn't make me feel better at all when she right? said that. But yeah, so she is in that room. That's where people died. And yeah, so go ahead. Okay. That's and, good. You asked a question of a good time. So good job. Yeah. Well, thank and, you. See, yeah. I do pay attention occasionally. And then, uh, so now she's having the dreams of the men in the room Having their way Switching with her. Switching her way in and out. And she's drugged. She doesn't, she's just given up to whatever life that is now Sandy has. Yeah, and, and, oh. and, and it's become the dreams are now becoming more and more nightmares yep. until the point where she starts seeing, like, these dark figures p- coming up, like, these ghosts. Like, and that was something I wish they would have did more practical effect than yeah, CGI. It, it made me think Casper. It really did. Oh, I swear. yeah. So mm. Casper, not Casper itself, but Casper has these other ghosts that pop up in the house. That try to like go against Casper and bully mm-hmm. Casper, and it almost look like the, the same. other three ghosts. It almost looked like the same. I forget their name. Like the same studio. I don't know. Like it. <laughs> I like. I don't <laughs> think. Yeah, I think it would have been more effective if they did a more um, practical. Would have been nice. It'd been, it'd been more oh. scary because you're you're talking about the '60s, right? So more practical, probably a little more scary, a little more real. Blah blah blah. But this oh. is very all CGI. Implement it, put on there, they're popping up everywhere. So I'm, and I'm just guessing if you're going to show the '60s, like all the good stuff comes in super bright looking, right? And then all the Nasty, dirty stuff should come in really dark well, and Soho, rainy. Well, Soho is a lot like that. You had the bright lights and a style that, um, that's not his style. That's somebody else's style, too. That, that the brights in this and the lights and the neons is somebody else's style. I mean, that's, I think I that think area. I think, I think that's it's, typical of most of those type of. I know, but it's some, I've read it some kind of other director style. They do that with everything. But anyway. Very possible. Um, mm. What were we talking about? Oh, the, the, the ghosts and everything popping in and out and. Um, they take advantage of her. So now Jack, she says, I don't want to do this anymore. Jack, Jack comes into the room, right? Yeah. And then there's a physical altercation between her and Jack. Um, there's bleeding everywhere. This is Sandy. Yeah. Sandy. Sandy. The the, the sixties era. And doctor who, uh, actor, uh, Jack, and they're fighting everything. And then blood starts going everywhere. And then she wakes up. Um, wow. I know Sandy's name because it was said a million times, but I don't know. Ellie. Ellie. Ellie's Ellie wakes up and thinks she has a, she, well, fuck. She has this murder to solve. That's she what starts, she thinks it is now. So she goes to the library. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, so she What's starts... the library? <laughs> well, libraries are more important now than they ever have been. Library, me, he's teasing you. Library, library, library. What did I say? Library. Library. Library, sorry. Library. Yeah. Do you want a koala for I your library? I told you my tongue's heavy, motherfucker. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, he's, she's, my bad. She's, she's Don't now worry, going you'll catch th- me later. She's now going through microfiche. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. My tongue's heavy. Actually, was there anything with the Halloween party that had anything to do with anything? Or was it just... Oh, the there coke. was. The, no. Because she was hooking up with that guy, John, her classmate. That they was tried getting her drunk and, and, and getting them frisky with each other. Oh, she went back to the room with she him. She took him back to her oh, room. Yeah, and, the, oh, and, and Diana Rigg told her always, no boys. After 8 o'clock. I think at all. She said after 8. Was it after 8? No, okay. There was no visitors after 8. But no men. So he, yeah. she no ends up hearing them upstairs. He comes out and she's like, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. And he like runs out. Well, that's what I felt bad. I was like, this movie does this. Makes him look like a fucking rapist. I'm gonna be very fucking mad at this movie. Right. I thought that. I'm like, if this movie goes this route, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. If it 
if, flip some some kind of flip weird some, script. Some, some weird script and make mm-hmm. him some kind of rapist because he's black and he was in the room. Right. I'm going to be very, very mad at this movie because that's lazy as shit. Yep. And what they've been building with him already, if you do that, I saw, when I saw that scene, I'm like, they do that and fuck this movie. Yeah, because they kind of played that when they first when he first met her. Like yes. she was kind of a little again, yep. like. Ugh. But I thought when she walked in, they gave him the benefit of the doubt. She's living out because she just saw the murder of someone, yeah. and she woke up and the guy couldn't get her out of it from screaming. So what's her name? Locks open the door. She sees her not standing next to each other, but she's hiding on the other side of the bed with her arms up, saying "Stop, stop, stop," because she's just reenacted that. That life she just split with Sandy together, whatever just happened on the bed. Because the whole thing, it is sixth sense. The mirror breaks. So that's probably part of it, is is the bleeding into reality as she does have the sixth sense. Okay. So the, the dead bodies that were around yes. are sort of interacting and find her. Like, she's almost becoming more and more They're of a vessel. They're going to her to be free, right? Well, we, that's well, what we ultimately find. Yeah, so uh, he runs out of the room. Uh, mm-hmm. Gets the fuck out of there. She runs into him in school the next day at the library. The library, yep. That's where she's now looking which at. Which, I don't know how he found her there. He finds her yes. everywhere in this movie. So now this is where she's like, we need to find this woman, Stalker. Sandy. I don't know what her name is. She died in the 60s. I'm going to try to find out. This is an unsolved murder. I know who did it. It's this Jack guy who was like her pimp. And so she's like scanning through all this microfiche and you're seeing like all these missing bodies at the time. But not. she's not finding Sandy. And then all of a sudden, these ghosts are now popping up in the uh, uh, the library. Um, and then uh, that's when Jacasta. Remember, she Jacasta comes around the corner and she thinks it's a ghost. And she goes to stab, and then that John, her friend John, her sort of boyfriendish, like stops her from killing mm. Jacasta. So now mm. she's in trouble with the whole school too. So sh- so it was Sandy more I'll like think, a, I'll get it, Sandy more of a Black Widow type thing. She was uh, just killing guys. Um, that's what it ends oh, okay. up. All right. So we're going to jump a little bit. Yeah. I so guess. that's what we end up finding out is mm-hmm. that she's now like, kind of like, fuck this. Like I, all these mm-hmm. men are coming and she's luring back and she's killing them and then hiding their bodies mm-hmm. in the house. So they do this little scene where they're being like, I being nailed on the floorboard, bodies being nailed on the wall. Mm-hmm. So they're showing this under, scene the, of, under the, under the, ba- under the bathtub. So this and, is about this, but there's bodies everywhere. So this is why this lady owns, she went from a place, this place became her misery place, right? The place she was being. Taken advantage of by people and everything, so she ended up owning this place, killing oh, people. Oh, so that was who Sandy is. <laughs> I was actually going to say that just as he was. He is, yeah. Uh, when okay. did you figure that out in the film? Um. Mm-hmm. So I was disappointed in the Jack reveal. So yeah, Jack. So we think Jack is Terrence Stamp, and she's confronting so they him. Make him creepy for no reason. Yeah, he's just he's a creep. Well, they said he was an old ladies' man. And he wasn't probably a sort of dirty cop, but he was the cop that was trying to help her in the dream sequence. She was seeing him, him but she didn't, she indirectly leads him. He goes into the street and he gets hit by a car. She almost got hit by a car twice. So somebody was going to get by a car, (laughs) right? Like that's just something they do. Yeah. This is an, uh, what's the Brad Pitt movie where you know, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's like, yeah. (laughs) So she's, yeah. So she's confronting him and everybody's like, no, no, he was that. That's not, that guy's name's not Jack. He's so-and-so. He was an old cop. Lawrence. That's Lawrence. Yeah. What do you mean, Lawrence? Isn't his name Jack? No, his name's Lawrence, honey. He's a, he was a retired police officer. She goes, oh, my God. And she played back Sandy, and she realized that was the guy at the table that says, why are you doing this? You're too good for this, blah, blah, blah. So Lawrence dies. <laughs> Lawrence dies. No guilt her way. Uh, she moves on with her life. But um, so she goes back to tell what's her name. She's moving out. Yeah, because she said that's what the the woman, uh, Diana Riggs' character, Sandy, which is who we can say well, now. Well, Grandma says come mm-hmm. back home. She says... Right? Well, grandma said, yeah, come, her grandma says, come back home because she's like had enough. And then uh, Sandy's the, the, the landlady, Diana Riggs character goes, 
you know, when she first moved in, she goes, people always come and go. So you have to give me two months rent and two months like leaving rent because I just don't want somebody leaving in the middle of the night. So she's like, I'm going to go beg her for money. So she's now with John, her uh, like male friend or whatever. And she's like, I'm going to go inside. If I don't come out in 15 minutes, you know, come get me because I'm just I'm done with this. She goes, I'm going to try to get some of my money back. So then that's when she goes in and says, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to be that person. I'm going to leave. But can I get some of my money back? And she's like, well, I've got some extra, you know, uh, mail that came for you in my mail. And that's when she's looking through the mail and she sees Alexandra Collins. And she's like, oh, shit. That's why she didn't but die. By the time they had, she's already had a few drinks of the old sippy sip. And anybody that knows that woman, anything she's ever played in, you don't drink anything she hands <laughs> And you. she sure as shit drugged her. <laughs> she sure shit drugged her. So, go ahead. So now she's running up the stairs <laughs> to get away from her because, like, a small fire starting in her record collection. And she's going up and all the ghosts are now, like, We're going to talk about a lot of Game of Thrones tonight. She's now, real, yeah, she's now realizing that, like, uh, th- these ghosts have been, like, haunting her to say, like, basically free them. They're like, them, kill yeah. her, kill her. And she's like, I'm not going to kill her. Because she's also not wrong, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like this weird moral conundrum. Like you guys pushed her to that. Like, it's, so this room, this room catches on fire from the fight. Well, she stabs John at the window, at the door. That's what my thing is, right? So she stabs John, fucks up John, and she tries to kill her going to the stairs. It's very Hitchcockian, so she hits the stair. Things start looking like glass. It starts cracking. It's a hell, start hell everywhere. Hell like, everywhere. it's fire. Very Hitchcockian, right? Mm, yep. So I'm like, wow, he's, he's not even hiding. Hitchcocky. I was like, he's not even hiding it anymore. He's mm-hmm. just going straight to it. They go upstairs to the room. They're still fighting. Fire breaks out in the room, and she realizes, hey, I'm not here to kill you. I don't care you kill those men. She just stabbed your boy downstairs. She just tried to kill you, and you're over it already? Regardless of what But I think she's kind of being people. empathetic to her. No, somebody just tried killing you. Yeah, I guess. I'm not empathetic. You just tried but to stay. You tried stabbing me. Maybe to, she was just on. trying to say whatever she, she moved could. her head. She stabbed the tip. Because she also three, killed. That's when she realizes four. in the vision when she was seeing what looked like Jack stabbing her. It was her stabbing Jack. Oh, she stabbed Jack in the throat, and that's how she got blood all over. So it looked like she was the one that Right, you're just seeing a knife mm-hmm. move, and you're seeing blood. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just stabbed your boy downstairs, which could be dead. She tried stabbing you over and over again on the way up the stairs, and you just forgive her because that part didn't add up to me. I get it; she did those things, but if she didn't just try killing you and just didn't stab, um, because she's John, the good person, I'm okay with that. At that she's point, she's very forgiving. <laughs> she just tried to kill her ass all the way up the fucking stairs. Right. Well, sometimes and, people get and your boyfriend's mis- on the ground bleeding to death because she just gutted him. So I, I, time I, I, to get I, a new I boyfriend. That part of forgiveness at that point. If those two things didn't happen, then I. But didn't she it. turn into like her older self up there too, or no? Or she just sat on the bed and was she basically like... She sat on the like, bed and the fire was going around her. She's like, I'm... Like, I'm, she kind of accepted... She stayed there. She yeah. resigned to her fate. Because that's what she said. So there was a couple clues Sa- early on Sandy where she did. goes... Sandy. So there's a couple clues that she early on went, oh, I, ha- I have this place because I was the, the cleaner and I have sentimental value to it. She talked about, like, go mm-hmm. put... In the summer, put the, you know, p- uh, plugs in the drains because the smells rise up. She's kind of trying to blame the restaurant next door, but it was all the dead bodies in the mm-hmm. old building. And then, yeah, the, if any man's in here, I'll kill him. You know, like, I'll kill you. You know, there was a lot of little things. I think I figured it out maybe a little bit before I was supposed to because I was trying to go. I'm like, where's this going to go? I didn't know. Again, I was going off the original preview, which looked way creepier, way more suspenseful. And this mm-hmm. one kind of became almost too straightforward. I, and so I was upset that that Lawrence wasn't Jack. I was upset that they turned this whole movie is about men being the bad people and all this, and then you turn at the last mm-hmm. minute and make a female the bad person, I wasn't okay with that well, either. Well, two wrongs don't make a right. I, I, think I know, was, but... I think but, it was... That's why she it, goes, I'm not gonna... I think if if the ghosts weren't telling her to kill... A three... Sandy. Three wrongs make a right, though. 
Yes. It does. In Michigan, especially. <laughs> three lefts make a right. Yeah, it's, yeah, in Michigan, three yeah. lefts make a right. Lefts, wrongs, whatever. The, uh, if, if she wasn't being told by the ghost to kill her, she might have did it in self-defense, but I think she kind no. of... Was she actually seeing the ghost, or do you think she was just crazy? No, she saw, no, no. she's got like six She saw six her mom. She's like, she's got six cents. Yeah. So she's crazy. She's crazy. Yeah. They insinuated that her mom had some kind of thing like six, that, Six also, yeah. Craziness. I think her, grandma knew that kind of stuff, too. Right. right. So oh, she ends up making it out. Oh, that's why grandma wanted her to come back. She knew she was going through her little schizophrenia kind of phase. Yeah. She's like, oh, shit, get that kid She back sort here. of goes down, and like, I don't know how she got. I, first off, fire from the record collection through the whole house and her being able to go down the stairs. Mm. Movie magic, I suppose. She rescues John well, they, and she escapes. Um, but the, uh, like the houses and the apartments in London, the way they make them, there's a lot better ventilation so you can breathe better. Oh, okay. <laughs> because of the London <laughs> fog. Actually, I like one of the better jokes was when John or uh, when she's like, she goes, oh, you have a car? He goes, because everybody's like, oh, how, where'd you all come from? She's like, oh, I came from this small little country town. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I come from South London to North London. She's like, oh, you have a car? He goes, how do you expect me to get from South London, London to North, North London? London? Yeah. So then that's where they're going to make their escape. And but it ends up being she gets she stays in school. She does her whole design thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's a big success. Shikasa's still jealous. John's OK. She's OK. Actually, but the thing that bothered me, because she had a cut hand, and then in the end scene, oh, yeah. she's in there with all the dresses and stuff, and her hand's still bandaged. And, and she's still and it seems like the, She played on the dress. Too. Yeah, and it seems like, this is like a, it seems like eight months later type of yeah, a thing. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's yeah, but about hand injuries sometimes take a while to. For the record, I, I guess if she's I didn't sorry. like the new design on the dress. I thought that was gaudy around that, that silver thing. I was like, this is no Cruella. 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 Yeah, not Crayola. Crayola did it better. (laughs) Crayolas and koalas. And then uh, the very last thing is she's now looking in the mirror. She sees her mom over her shoulder, and then she looks in another mirror, and now she finally sees Sandy as a young ghost, the younger version, like nodding Mm -hmm. in approval, like, okay, you know, you've made... The the innocent Sandy? The innocent Sandy, yeah. And that was kind of the end of it. Before old Sandy killed her? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So That that was the first victim. Ultimately, I would say... When I thought about it in terms of the, what the message was, was like the, 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 the tricks of nostalgia and how you, your memory makes you think of things good. I like that whole underbelly thing. I felt like it could have been a little more mysterious and maybe a little bit more um, stylish. The only thing I heard negative about this, it was more Hitchcock than it was Edgar. Yeah, I would I would say that. That's and they, they're saying he's built his own style lately and then he just left it at the, left it at the doorstop for this movie and they wish he didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, that's the only negative thing I really read about this or saw anywhere. But we know a style from Baby Driver. We know stuff like that. And we mm-hmm. really like those things. It doesn't have those like. Well, but they're they're welcome to try a new style. Well, that's they're exactly doing it. Again, the thing. And well, if you that's read they said. the they, script, he, well, he the chose. He wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah. Oh, he, he, wrote he chose it? this movie to try to. They think well, it's, it's, does, his, it's his adolescent movie. Is this his? He chose this movie to try to find himself to branch out. Yeah. Also, too, I'm assuming. Um, Hitchcock was probably like a uh, his hero or something back in the day. Like he probably looked oh, he's up a, to the love cinema. I mean, he's a big nerd. So, like his big claim to fame was doing this TV show Spaced with Edgar Wright. I mean, with uh, with uh, with Simon himself Pe- <laughs> with Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg's TV with show himself. And it was like a very pop culture heavy, very early pop culture heavy type of a thing that uh, was ahead of the curve of what what things happened, especially in Britain. And then that's where you got like Shaun of the Dead and all these things. So it's like he's still really building his resume. And again, this, yeah, he's branching out. This is an old idea he said he's had for a long time and finally was able to make it. 
Um, you know, the blonde hair, you know, to the, the vertigo-ness of having two blondes. You know, like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, again, very very much like a Hitchcock mm-hmm. film. And, yes, it probably could have benefited. I don't know what it... Because you think about, like, I'd still say uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is probably the best video oh, game, comic book yeah. adaptation ever. You know everything. what I mean? It's great. It's, I watched it again not too long ago, too. And, I mean, it's got a lot of people in there that you forget that were in there, especially the ex-boyfriends. Oh, yeah. Oh, Superman... Uh, Superman Chris and Captain Evans. America in the yep, same Captain movie. America, yeah. Superman and Captain America in the same movie. Oh, yeah. No, the, a lot of them. It's great. So I know he wrote this, and then he got this uh, writer, Christy Wilson Cairns, uh, Scottish film writer. She wrote, co-wrote uh, 1917, but she lived in oh, that's Soho. Right. I did hear that. Yep. Yeah, so he had an idea, and then she lived in Soho for like, an extended amount of time. I think it's a good movie. I do recommend it. And he, he, she's like, he brought her in to help kind of like flesh out the female characters. and Flesh them out? Yeah, Jay. God damn it. Well, I'm just sharing about you... So I thought is it was that what okay. you meant to say? Flesh I, it out. Yeah. What does I that mean? Flesh out a character. You, I thought you it was okay. Like expand I said. on the character's personality. You flesh out. So a like head. I said, you might like it. The part I Sheesh. didn't like was making the female the enemy at the end. I thought the whole point of the movie was not making the female the enemy at the end, and then you made her the enemy at the end. That's where I mean. I get why you said that and why yeah. you changed the twist, but that's the part I didn't like about it because you did all that and you changed it at the end. But I guess that's the point of Hitchcock. You think it's one thing, it's another. You think that white guy's a good guy? He was actually a bad guy. You think that guy's a bad guy? He's actually a good guy. So I guess that I mean I get it, but it's the part I still didn't. Right. Like. What I'm what I'm more interested in when, when eventually potentially watching this again is to see where is it go like where does the dream like the it seemed like the dreams and the ghosts yeah. co- coincided, but it was but I think it was but I think it was dreams were still happening because she wasn't seeing Sandy in her real life, but she was seeing the ghost. The yeah, ghost was, found yes. her, and I'm like I need to see where that separation is because obviously I think he's being logical with the dream logic yeah. of it. I just. In the midst of watching, it was kind of like, wait, where? What are the rules for this? You know, where? Where is this reality and not? And that reality? might be something mm-hmm. he's figuring out too through that too, right? Yeah, I, I'm so sure it's he's the seduction of what she's seen in the dreams, and she's enjoying it, and she's trying to. But there's a point where she does nothing but want to dream, like she wants to right. Oh life. yeah, she like do anything else. an addiction. It's, it is like it, an addiction. It's an addiction, it's and like you get the, yeah, the heroin addicts, and she's obviously she's in love with the idea of what this. Dream woman is doing well, the 60s and, it, and it obviously uh, you know thrills her a little bit. So, mm-hmm. and then that's probably why where it starts kind of. I mean, without seeing it, just seeing with the preview and hearing what you guys said, mm-hmm. I would imagine it's like, you know, she's struggling with reality in the dream state. She always wants to be in the dream because she doesn't like reality because mm-hmm. the dream is better than reality. Out but the then 60s. eventually, at some point, you know, the dream <laughs> becomes not so good. Yeah, okay, <laughs> he's he's drowning. <laughs> Do I need? Do you need CPR? So now, based on what we said, if it came up on... Because if you do, you're going to die. <laughs> not if you had to go out into public or, or, like, to go out and see it, but would you watch this ever, you think? It's just if it came on just... If it, was on, if it was on cable or one of the streaming channels, maybe. Okay. I would pro- probably check it out just to, like... Rodney, first question, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Continue talking, assholes. <laughs> Second question, uh, would, you, uh, would you recommend this to people? I recommend it to any little girl thinking they're going to move to New York. <laughs> <laughs> you recommend it to dads to show to their daughters. 100% I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Thanks for checking to see if I'm okay after I die. I already checked. I asked you if you needed CPR. Yeah, dude, that's totally And then I warned you. Time. But, listen, I... Dead man talking. So all dads or daughters are going to watch this movie. Sorry. But if they do, they'll never let them out the house ever, and then they'll all become nuns. So maybe not. <laughs> mm, yeah, because that's what you know what happens. Though. Sean, I'm sorry about the coffin, oh. man. That's okay. No, no, you choked. It's not oh, your fault. The coffin? You got him a coffin? 
So, yeah, I would say I would say uh, if you like Edgar Wright stuff, it's it was like Edgar Wright stuff. It's not gonna you're not watching Edgar Wright movie. I mean, you are. I didn't like it as much as I wanted to, based upon the preview. I thought the preview. I think you liked it more if it was more Edgar Wright. Yeah, I need. Yeah, that first trailer, that (laughs) first trailer that ends with the broken glass and her hands up, and it's just on her face. I'm like, that is the movie I wanted, and this wasn't the original trailer. Even enough, the original trailer. I didn't want to see the movie after seeing the first trailer. The second trailer, but the second trailer makes me definitely not want to see it. Okay, I didn't see that part coming. Did definitely don't want to because it gives you a whole bunch of bullshit that like pays. It gives it away. You you can't tell the whole story, but for the most part, you kind of see where it's going, and you're just like, that's like, fuck that. What movie did we see when we saw this preview? When I was sitting behind you guys and I texted you, hey. We're going to go see this movie. Do you remember? Uh, that one he was stalking us at. Which one was that? Yeah, fuck. Um, <coughs> I can't think of the name. It would have been... It was a Black Widow or something like that? No. I don't know. It doesn't um, matter. No, we got a lot to do today. We got a lot of toilets to clean. So, all right. Anything else? <laughs> Back to work. Back to work. And hopefully Rodney doesn't die. Fuck. Wrong Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.